0: Welcome to the Janine Boland Show, where we share tips from around the globe as we guide practical people with their finances using money tips, increase their incomes through side businesses, and maintain their sanity by staying in their creative zone. Hello, Janine Boland here, and welcome to today's show, which is loaded with quality content on how to save your knowledge, work on your business, and we throw in a few money tips on the side. As you know, the Janine Boland Show is a syndicated program of four podcast shows that were combined in October of 2021. And I just want to thank my listeners that followed me through the myriad path from 2005 to where we are now. You guys were with me for the three minute money tips, the thriving solopreneur, the writer's hour, creative conversations, and those original folks back in 2005 that joined me for the practical mystic show. So I just wanted to say a big hearty thank you for hanging with us. And guess who we have today. Today we are highlighting an author by the name of Kim Speed. She is a brand visibility expert, author, speaker, and marketing trainer. So you definitely want to listen up to this person, whether you're applying for a job or you're running a business, or you're writing your first book, she's going to be able to kind of help you. Why? She helps professional service companies and healthcare businesses create brands that are visible to the right clients so that they are known as experts in their field and make money doing what they love. Now, she saw the need for a marketing company to devote themselves to small business and those that are invisible to the larger agencies. So Kim launched Purple Moon Creative, which is a brand and marketing boutique. And her sole mission is to help business owners and entrepreneurs turn their brands into their most valuable assets. And we're gonna talk a little bit about how she does that as well as how helpful it is to have a book in your back pocket that you've written To help you with your branding. Now you may already know that I'm interviewing 99 authors this year to get their guidance and perspective on saving your knowledge in the form of a published book, but we're also talking to authors about audio programs and the way you can put an online course together from your book and other sorts of things. So it's all about wrapping it up for saving your knowledge. Now, Kim Speed is also the author of the book Branding on a Shoestring, and she's a Facebook Live host for the Employee to Entrepreneur Society. Welcome to the show, Kim. Thank you so much, Janine. This is awesome to be here with you. And one of the fun things that I love is when Kim and I first got together, I was actually a guest on her Facebook Live. And I wanna say definitely check, check out her Facebook group, Employee to Entrepreneur Society. So many people in 2020 shifted from working in corporate America to becoming an entrepreneur. And I wanted to say, Kim, thank you for filling that need. Oh, thank you. And thank you for being a guest on my show.
1: I have to say you were excellent and gave some great, great entrepreneurial tips.
0: Yeah. And what was so much fun about that is the fact that you continue to bring on experts, people who've been entrepreneurs for decades, and you continue to give those golden nuggets that are so helpful. So I just, yes, this is a mutual admiration society here on this show, but you know, that's okay because she's awesome. And I want you guys to check her out on Facebook. So anyway, as we always start off with, Hey, is Kim Speed your pen name or did you, use, is that your real name that you decided to be an author under?
1: This is my real name and it is the name that I use as my, uh, for a writer too.
0: <laughs> right. I, it, for most of the time, nonfiction writers do that. But for my science fiction, my fantasy fiction authors, that kind of is a, that could be a speed bump for them when they're writing their book is they're like, oh my gosh, do I use my real name? I don't have to, I can hide. Right. And when yeah. you're first promoting yourself, it's very scary. And I know you've been doing the branding thing for a while, but a lot of people are very nervous about just putting themselves out there. So can you kind of give us some tips on what you recommend those introverts that are like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm stepping out into the limelight. Ah, you know, they're freaking out a bit. Oh my
1: gosh. Yes. You know what? I can totally feel your pain. Um, I was there myself Uh, but I am a huge proponent of being visible brand visibility is key to being a successful business owner to being a successful author Um, letting people know people want to connect with you so we do have to get past that and um, the I would say take baby steps so don't just jump in and say I'm going to be out there because you, you know what you you'll be so uncomfortable that you'll you'll retreat retreat <laughs> and um, I think the best thing that I ever did was to uh, when I started my business uh, it was 13 years ago and I came from the corporate world where I had a whole bunch of people around me teams, and I was always you know feeling like I was part of something bigger so I didn't feel like I stood out all by myself All of a sudden, when I was the business owner and I had to get business on my own, um, I I do have to say, I thought that I was, you know, really all that because I came from marketing. You know, I know know things, right? I (laughs) learned pretty quickly that I don't know everything and holy crow, if I don't figure this out, I'm going to have to go back and get a job, which was not in the cards at the time. It was not really what I wanted to do. So I had to learn to put myself out there so what I did I jumped in to one thing so I joined a networking community where I had to go every week every week I had to stand up and only for one minute I had to get up there and tell people what I did and over and over again and You know what happened? The first time it was terrible. The second time it was terrible. But eventually I started to realize that I could get um, clarity in my message and help people understand what I did. But I did focus on one thing and I didn't go all over the place because really that would have been too much.
0: (laughs) And that is true. One of the things is definitely focus. So the questions I like to ask authors is, do you have a marketing background before you started writing your book? And you did. But I also like to share with them, like you are with us now, just because you have a marketing background, it gave you a little bit of an edge, but it wasn't like you were an expert. You still had stuff you had to learn. So if you don't mind, share with us what surprised you the most about the book marketing process and how it was different from what you were used to.
1: Oh, I I learned so much. Um, So I actually was an entrepreneur for, uh, like, I think about uh, four or five years before I decided to become an author, and um, I decided to become an author not because um, I thought that I was a great writer, um, because I actually didn't really think I was a great writer, but somebody said, you know, you can help people. And um, so I thought this was a great way of helping people and, you know, and being an introvert, I thought, oh, I could hand people a book, right? What you don't know about writing a book is really the most important part is in the marketing. You know, you really need to let people know about it. Like if you just write a book and, and have it printed, nobody knows about it. It's not like Field of Dreams. Write it and they will read it <laughs> so no
0: no you actually have to put yourself out there
1: <laughs> You do. so i actually realized i put myself in the line of fire again and i was having to go out there and be in front of people and talk about it but what it did do was give me um focus and a format because i had put my thoughts together and organized it in a way that I could then share it with people. And um, it gave me a little more confidence. I'm, um, gosh, I know stuff. <laughs> but the hardest part about marketing is realizing you have to do it before, before you finish writing the book.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's key. And nobody really tells you that. Right. And no. thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing that. Cause you and I, when we were writing, We waited till the end of our books. This is something you and I were both kind of giggling about, you know, earlier. And so one of the questions I like to ask people is what would you change? So when you talk about the book marketing process, you know, you understand here you're trying to create content for a book, and that's not stressful at all, right? Ha ha. Right. Yeah. Joke. Oh, yeah. It's so easy. <laughs> right. That's easy. Got that on lock. Right. Well, so you're already under stress, you know, trying yeah. to create this content. You want it to be meaningful. You want to make sure that your readers are going to be able to follow you, blah, blah, blah. And people say, Oh, and you need to be marking your book at the same time. And it's like talk about overwhelm. it's like killer. So do you have any tips that people you know can kind of help them with you know how what would you change? Let's start with that. What would you change about starting your marketing for your book if you're in the middle of writing one?
1: Um, I think um, saying that you're gonna write a book and actually writing it is two different things. Um, I found that I had a real I really struggled with getting organized so I I found that I needed help and I finally you know found somebody that could help me figure out how to you know separate out sections and chapters and and themes um, because I was all over the place like you know uh, that's a great idea and I I was thinking I needed to put everything in so you need to figure out what is the important thing for, um, so what is it that you're going to write about and who are you writing it for? And then how are you going to take them through that in a way that's uh, simplified, you know, but still add some of your personality and a bit of your stories and entertainment. Um, I have to share with you, Janine, one of the best things that I did, but the scariest thing was um, my, mentor who actually started to, when I went to them, they actually gave me some really great marketing ideas. They said, go and um, do surveys with some other entrepreneurs and talk to them because that will really help you get going. And it did. And they said, and then go back to them and, and say, this is what I got from you. And then ask them if they're interested, because I'm in business, if they would be interested in doing a sponsored Um, page in your book and um, it will help you to you know pay for some of the marketing and or some of the uh, launch party etc not a whole bunch of it but you know it was a good idea so I did that and I actually did get some people that um, became sponsors which was awesome but it also made me have to write the book (laughs)
0: <laughs> people have already invested so I was yes
1: such pressure
0: right? I was getting
1: up at five in the morning four in the morning to right because the other thing that happened when I went out there and I did start talking about it I started to get busier with business it, it did increase my business so everything was happening at the same time <laughs>
0: And that seems to be the way of it. As soon as we dedicate ourselves to it, things get super busy. I don't know about you, but I went back and got my master's uh, 15 years after I graduated. I had a co- one small child, but I thought, you know, it's was probably going to be my only kid. And there's a story behind that. But I went and, and I signed up for my master's program, ended up becoming pregnant halfway through. And you're like, what? What? <laughs> and so things do. It gets bes- better or busier and better. But yeah. in your case, that really was something that helped you sell more books then was taking this idea from your marketing people, having them sponsor a page. So what was your sponsorship like? I mean, what, what were you saying to people about, hey, I've got a book I'm writing. Will you sponsor a page? What were you what were you offering? Well,
1: you know, I actually uh,
0: not everybody I interviewed, I offered this to, but the, I offered it to people
1: who I thought had the same audience and had. um would like to get in front of the people that I was going to be getting in front of. And um so it was a win-win situation. And I said, you know, first us, uh, I you know what I can't remember, I had like tears. Um and they would get a certain amount of books. Oh, so how cool. If you were um a gold member, you got um 500 or something books and if you were a uh, silver you got 250 it, and I I'm probably not right on the numbers I'm just trying it's been a while well, so,
0: no, but that's, but that's, that's a I neat did. idea yeah mm-hmm. it was before mm-hmm. Patreon so yeah that's what I wanted to say is this is before Patreon this is before mm-hmm. Kickstarter Although so you and I have been in the biz for a while now and these were some of the crazy ideas we came up with and some people will say oh we'll get on Patreon and do that and I encourage you, no, do it to your own list. Just work with yeah. your, own, your own community. Don't use a different platform because then it splits you uh, too much right, you know, with, right. with your branding. Yeah. So if you don't mind, I love that story. So we're going to go to the other side now. And this is one of my favorite parts. It's like, I always ask, so what did you try that was an epic failure? And I have had so many stories from people who are like, oh my God, whatever you do, don't do this you know so what what was something that failed for you
1: um don't think that you're going to put your book on amazon and even if you do become an amazon bestseller which you can do um and a lot of people do and i did and think that that's great that's all you have to do and lots of people will buy your book on amazon (laughs) that was the worst thing <laughs> worst i just thought oh, this is amazing i'm an amazon bestseller and then shortly after crickets like Cricut. i thought the book was oh this
0: this means it's going to show up and, and searches and things like that but that's not what happens
1: that was an epic fail <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh. I, I totally understand that you think you put a lot of money and time mm-hmm. and you invest mm-hmm. heavily in these people who know how to get you on the number one bestseller status. And for some authors, that's very necessary for their book or whatever their branding, but then they think they're done. And yeah. no, like you say, crickets. So yeah, yeah. I can understand that. Well, and one of the things that's fun is we authors like to make fun of ourselves, right? Because yeah, we find ourselves, well, I don't know about you, but I find myself hysterical because I do some of the silliest things <laughs> and I think, I think it's going to be successful and it's not. So what is the story you like to tell about yourself that gets the most laughs from your audience? Well, always
1: know who you're, you're trying to reach and who your audience is. One of the most embarrassing things that ever happened to me, was when I was working in the corporate world. um, I just took for granted, you know, the people that we work with. I worked in a large agency and we had, you know, I worked on a, a huge tall building and we owned the top or not owned, but worked in the top four floors. But I was on the bottom of those four floors and we were it was a Friday. I had had a heck of a week. Uh, we worked for a really large client and they were involved in the Olympics and they were like really uptight and they kept making changes and it was driving me crazy. And um, so I'm getting ready to go. It's Friday and I get on the elevator. It's full of, you know, people that I work with. And one of the girls from media says to me, Oh, Kim, how are you doing? And I said, Oh, it's just been a terrible week and this, da, 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 and this, I name." The client and said they just keep making all these changes and from behind her was the client but i had never met that client
0: <laughs> oh no oh no
1: so i'd say be careful and make sure you know your audience <laughs> <laughs>
0: especially in this day and age where you don't know what camera you're on. You don't know what video you're on. You don't know when the mic is on. It's one of those things. It just happens, right? It just happens. So it's terrible. terrible. And everybody can identify with that. I I remember, you know, I worked in the emergency room for a period of time and this doctor who was the pain in the derriere of everyone Mm -hmm. that worked there was hiding behind the chart racks. And I started letting somebody know, what I thought of him and his and his handwriting and trying to figure out what he was trying to dictate to us and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, really, is that what you think about me as he came around the chart stack? And I went, yes, sir. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) there's no coming back. Like you said, there's no coming uh... back from that. (laughs) So, Uh... well, I would love to know from your perspective, what do you think is the biggest change that you've seen in yourself since you started marketing your book? Because you talked about how you were doing marketing for other companies, other corporations, that sort of thing. But now you're marketing your book. So what was the biggest change in you?
1: The biggest change was it gave me the confidence because it, um, I all of a sudden had credibility that I didn't know I was going to get. I And I became an authority in my known as an authority in my subject matter, which gave me more confidence that gave me um, the, the drive to go and show up on more podcasts that I was invited to without fear to go and speak in front of people, um, you know, and do interviews just like this without feeling like I was. I felt like before I wrote the book that I didn't have anything to say. This showed me that I did have something to say, and I, I had something to share with people, um, and gave me, like I said, some way to organize it and realize who needed what and how and how I should be sharing it with
0: them. Mm-hmm. And your book, Branding on a Shoestring, is so helpful, and it really does let people know how to focus. And that can be really difficult when you're a first-time author. So speaking of first-time authors, what are like your top five tips that you would give them about selling their books? And I laughed because I said to Janine, oh, I don't know. what
1: Do I have five? And we were chatting about it, and then I said, <laughs> I do, I have five, I have five, I got them. (laughs) So the first one is have a clear message. Know what you want to say and um, have a subject matter that you're going to focus on. That would be number one because otherwise you'll be going around on the surface. And I think for a while that was one of my struggles was I couldn't figure out what was interesting and I would go away from what I actually naturally knew because I thought it wasn't interesting.
0: <laughs> How silly. If you were interested in it, it would be interesting. But we don't have that confidence, do we? We have no, to I had, like, build I thought, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I didn't think I had enough to say
1: because I figured everybody knew, knows this stuff, don't they? <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's so cute. I, I, I think that's so cute.
1: <laughs> oh, and the second thing is know who you want to Uh, right to know who your audience is and what they need so that's number two that's really important Um, so that takes a little bit of research if you haven't done it before figuring out you know what are the people that you can help what what are they thinking and what are their problems Um, and this is where I went out and did some research and talked to the people so Um, in number two, I would say, make sure you do some research on that. Right. Um, Number three, decide how you will use the book to help you in your business and or your life. What is it going to do for you? Make that um, decision first, one of the first things. And then the fourth thing is set some goals to know how you are, um, how you're doing. And if you've reached your success, like, have you reached your goals? So you have to set some goals before, you know, if you reach them. So
0: I I highly encourage, yeah, thank you. I (laughs) highly encourage that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. That was something that for me, just publishing the book was enough of a goal. Like mm-hmm. a, a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, you mean you didn't set how many copies you were going to sell or whatever? So everybody's definition of success is different. And this is something Kim and I talk about frequently and often is the fact that it's so important to set your own goals, your personal targets. Don't listen to anybody else. And Kim, back me up here if, if it's appropriate, oh. but it's like everybody has their own ideas and it can get very confusing as an author.
1: Yeah. Well, and there's a lot of people that um, would say, OK, I want to be, um, you know, a bestseller. But bestseller can mean a lot of different things. So, you know, do you want to be an Amazon bestseller, which is completely different than a New York Times bestseller? Um, do you want to s- sell a certain amount of books? My goal wasn't any of those things. My goal and I don't like I think writing the book and being an author wasn't necessarily Um, as exciting as the fact that it was going to help me build my business and I was um, looking at it as a marketing tool rather than uh, oh gosh you know tons of people are you know buying this book I actually was willing to it was going to be something that I gave to my clients
0: and to people that were prospects so that's completely different than a lot of people Right. Um, what Kim's talking about is using your book as a business card on steroids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that is a very, <laughs> it, and that is a very successful concept for many of us. So, yeah, well yeah. said. Yeah. And you had tip number five, I think.
1: Tip number five, and we've talked about this already, but that's why I laughed because I was thinking, what, what, what? And this is the most important: market before you're ready. Tell people before you've even put the word the on a
0: piece of paper. <laughs> Let them know you're writing a book. That's scary as all get out. Cause you, have any, that, you don't even you have your do, content ready yet. But if you do that,
1: then it makes it real and it makes you have to do it. So, I mean, I went out and did a scarier thing and sold pages in a book that never didn't even exist yet. But that's why I'm saying market before you're ready. Tell people you're the upcoming author of You know, some, give yourself, give it a title. Give it a subject matter.
0: So just as a funny, some people say, oh, but I don't have a cover. I don't this, I don't that. I'm like, I made my own book cover on Canva and threw it up there and said, here's the cover and this is the title and blah, blah, blah. And people are like, oh, that's a crappy title. i went, yeah, it's a working title. Wait till my editor gets a hold of it. But you're still, you're promoting it. Now, I didn't have the moxie to do that until it was book five. Okay, so I'm just letting, don't be like me. Listen to Kim's advice. She's so right. I actually
1: went in and got a co, a, bit, a writing coach and somebody that had done this. So I wouldn't have come up with this all by myself. So this <laughs> we're here to help you. So listen to these things because we've been through it um, and we've learned the hard way.
0: <laughs> and the expensive way. Yeah, because yes. those were mistakes.
1: <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Oh.
0: So uh, tell me, what was the one thing you misunderstood most about becoming an author? Like, what was a concept that you had in your head about being an author? And boy, did reality kind of change that for you?
1: Um, probably the misconception was, um, and, and people don't have to do this anymore, is getting, you know, a certain amount of books printed um, and then wondering what the heck you're going to do with it.
0: Because, right. A lot of people. Yeah. A hundred. Yeah. You had to have at least a hundred, wasn't it? Or a thousand. I can't remember. There was a, a, a cut A thousand. Point. It was a thousand. Yeah, it was a thousand copies that you had to have printed yeah. before they'd even look at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember them
1: um, thinking, oh, a thousand, that's not too many. And then looking at the boxes going, oh my gosh. <laughs> and and now it's even funnier, Janine, because so many people read like PDF online versions of it, or audio versions, and you don't need all those printed ones.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The world has changed a lot since 2005, when we first started publishing. (laughs) A lot (laughs) has changed. And if you don't mind sharing with us, tell us what your biggest reward is at being an author.
1: Uh, The biggest reward was um, being able to confidently step into my own spotlight and feel like the expert that other people thought I was.
0: Right. And so other people always knew that about you, but you finally owned it, right?
1: Yeah. And like I said, I just thought, you know, who wants to hear about this stuff? (laughs) Um, But then
0: you realize
1: that not everybody knows and and there's lots of people that you can help.
0: And, And that's the key. You have a huge community now. That's running around behind you with your Facebook lives and all that that you've, you're doing, and and I hear people like Kim. I don't know if you guys know this, but Kim was referred to me. She was like, "Oh, you need to connect with this lady. The two of you have similar but different perspectives on how to go about doing this, so that's why we uh, connected." So, if people want to get to know you a little bit better or learn more about you, what's a good place for them to go? How do they get a hold of you?
1: Well, they can go to my website, which is uh, purplemooncreative.com. Um, I would love for them to come and join me in my Facebook group, the Employee to Entrepreneur Society. Um, and I'm on social media platforms um, on Instagram as a brand vis- visibility expert, or on LinkedIn as Kim Speed. So yeah, wherever you're comfortable.
0: All <laughs> right. Be there. right. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for taking time. Is there any last minute piece of advice or anything you want to share with us before we close out today?
1: If you have an inkling that this is the thing that you should be doing, like I said, go out there and or make the decision and go out there and start letting people know that, that you're going to do it so that you actually do it.
0: Thanks so much for being our spotlighted author today, Kim. Thank
1: you, Janine. This has been so much fun.
0: I appreciate you. Now, if you are an author or you know of an author that you would like us to spotlight, please visit our website at authorpodcasting.com, where you will find the 99 author project listed. We talk to all authors from all walks of life as we build out book number 12, which is advice from authors to authors that will be listed in 2023. And this is Janine Boland signing off with you today and all of us here at The Eight Gates that produces The Janine Boland Show. We wish you a wonderful week and we encourage you to get your message, your story, or your knowledge out into this world and make it a better place, just like these authors are doing. We'll see you again next week. And until then, keep sharing what you know with others. Keep shining that light that is you. And don't forget to go out today and just do something that's just plain fun. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to The Janine Boland Show. Be sure to subscribe to our show notes by going to thejaninebolandshow.com, where you'll find additional resources as well as the opportunity to sign up to receive our program in your email each week. Be sure to visit our sponsor at the